Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. Traders want to make good decisions, but sometimes in order to make good decisions, they think they need a lot of factors and they want to make a good decision and feel good about it because there's a lot of factors that have put into it and a lot of consideration and a lot of variables. But sometimes having too many variables would just lead to paralysis. And at some point, knowing everything doesn't help performance and adding variables, indicators, time frames. at some point, it's just going to just paralyze you and just make you doubt yourself. So what you have to realize that as a trader, when you enter a trade at that point in time, you cannot possibly know everything and factor in everything into that trade. You just need to know enough to make a good decision. Let me step away for a minute outside the realm of trading to explain how it works. Think about a pilot. There are really good pilots out there. That their job is to navigate an airplane, uh, whether manually or using the automated system they have from one place to the other. I'm sure they know a lot about the airplane. I'm sure they know a lot of things about um, factors such as aerodynamic. Uh, they know how the airplane fuel system works. But they cannot fix an engine. That's not their job. They don't know everything as far as fixing an engine. Maybe there's a pilot who can, but essentially it's not their job. The fuel system inside the airplane, maybe they would know theoretically how it works, yet they would not be able to put it together. But they still have enough knowledge to take um, the airplane from one place to the other. Think about a chef. He uses a blender, right? He puts the ingredients in the blender. It doesn't mean that he has to know, you know, what electricity runs through the blender, what pace it's cutting it at. It's not of his concern. He just wants to mix some things together and he knows how the taste would work. Even the doctor relies on certain equipment out there to give him information, how it retrieves retrieves the data they might understand the logic but doesn't mean that they could put it together and uh, traders have to think along the same lines that at some point enough is enough like enough information is there to um 
to make a decision. Why am I sharing this with you? Because quite often people ask me, do you think I should add this and that? I should add this software. I should add this indicator. I should. Um, I have a, char- a different charting system than your own. Should I look at that? And all I can say is that, look, if it helps you make a better decision, sure, you can add it. But many times I think that traders just want to convince themselves that the decision that they will make will be so much better if they have everything around them. And I don't think it helps. I think you have to minimize, right? I mean, look at it like, you know, building a, a, um, some sort of a, a sculpture, right? You start with a rock and you remove the rock. That's what you do. You don't add rock to create a form. You reduce rock to create a form. And it has to work along the same lines. Look, at the end of the day, you are in the marketplace to answer three major questions, right? You have to answer, why do I get in? Why do I get out? And where do I get out where I'm, where I'm wrong? So again, you know, you want to emphasize your point of entry. You want to choose your point of exit. And you want to choose the point that you're wrong, right? So those are the three things that would essentially make a trade. Either you have a loss or you have a win. Now, here is something to consider, okay? It might sound a little bit counterintuitive, but just stay with me for a minute. Let's say there's somebody out there, okay, in some sort of a hedge fund, right? Like a really smart kid with a PhD. And he uses some sort of a statistical method, right, to enter a trade. And you, on the other hand, you use just the moving averages and maybe an RSI and a, and a MACD, whatever the typical charting system there is out there, right? So if I was to ask somebody who has the better odds as when they enter the market, whether they go long or they go short, right? So I would tell you that this is really a trick question because in reality, once you enter the market, Everybody has a different reason. He has his own statistical analysis method, which is a method. And he could be very smart in what he's doing. And you have your own method that you enter the market. What really dictates the performance in the long run is really the risk management. Not always necessarily the entry point. If you used, you know, 15,000 variables, exaggerating. Okay, fine. Let's say you use 10 variables that you need to enter the market. I will tell you sometimes it would be too much. And it does not make you any better that, than someone that entered with three variables that make him trade the market, right? So whatever wh- whatever they are. So at some point, you, you just have to kind of acknowledge to yourself and saying, you know what? You know, what are the most basic tools that help me make a decision here? What would help me make a decision to get into the market? What would help me you know, to exit the market, and what tools can I use to tell me that that I'm wrong? And that's basically it, and you narrow it down to that. Now, over time, there's nothing wrong with, let's say, adding a variable, but if it didn't improve your performance, don't add another variable and another variable. That won't help. Maybe you just have to remove variables instead. So let's say you started with two and you add the third one, and it's working better. Fantastic. Keep on using it. 
If you add a fourth one and it doesn't make it any better, it creates damage or just didn't add anything to performance, remove it because now you have less things to look at and you're getting less distracted. Now, I think, and again, this is just my theory. I, I, I don't know if I'm right or wrong because it's very hard to figure out human psychology. But I think that some people are so afraid to trade the market that they subconsciously add all kinds of filters in order to tell themselves that there is no trade because it didn't meet all their criteria. So they're purposely creating some sort of a block uh, for their trading and essentially they don't take any decisions. Now, it's not that they are always aware that they're doing it, but they live with a lot of kind of, I would say, regret because they, they could have taken trades, maybe they could have gained from the trades. You know, I don't know, but I think that's that's really the, the, the reality of it, of people saying, you know, I'm not ready yet because I, you know, I, I didn't build my system yet and I need all those variables and everything else, you know, they're not there yet. I'm just building my, my tools. Like some people would tell me, well, Matt, you know, before I open an account with you, I want to look at all your videos, right? Or I want to listen to all your podcasts. They will help you, no doubt. You know, I, I'm, I'm trying to give you information that would help you uh, make better decisions. But at the same time, you will be your own best teacher if you become conscious of what you do. So again, one thing I want to emphasize here uh, in this podcast is that if you have a good number of variables, trust them. Go ahead, trade with them, see what they do, and essentially make your conclusions from there. You could have three or four variables. Maybe you remove one, put something else, then you remove something else and you put it in just in case it doesn't work. And if it works, then it just it just works, right? So again, you know, don't think for a minute that somebody out there um, so-called full-time trader has some sort of a variable out there that you didn't consider and didn't find yet. Um, you can trade with one monitor. It's fine. You know, with, with chart and order execution, it's fine. You can trade with two monitors. But don't think for a minute that somebody has three, four, five, six, seven monitors has any advantage over anyone if they feel comfortable working in that environment, that is fine. This is how they make their decisions. But don't think for a minute having, you know, indicators all over the place with seven, eight, um, um, seven or eight indicators on seven, seven or eight monitors gives you some sort of an advantage over somebody who has just one monitor and has a very simple system. And that's really the beauty of, of, of trading, you know. Everybody talks about it in uh, in terms of you know discovering this system or a holy grail and and everything else. People throwing out their their I mean usually beginners throw those terms out there. There's a method for every season and um, and you can pretty much build everything you want. But you know and they exaggerate of course with with all those descriptions. But one thing they negate to describe is really simplicity right? Just having the right number of factors that would make you take a trade. So again, you know, if you're right now a beginner trader and you doubt yourself, 
you know, you have something that you like and it works for you and you feel comfortable with it, you know, and then you see some sort of a thing out there with maybe some somebody who calls out proprietary indicators or additional software or uh, that, that works in tandem with your method. You would find that 99% of the time, and again, this, again, this is just my opinion, and I have to state that. This is just my opinion, so it doesn't mean that it would apply to everyone. It's just I'm talking from my practical experience. But I would say to 99% of the people, adding those tools will not help. You have to go back always to basics. And again, the most important thing in, in this whole trading thing is making decisions and risk management. This is the business you're in. You're in the business of making decisions and risk management. And in order to make a decision, it does not mean that you can factor in everything. At some point, whether it's life or whether it's trading, when you make a decision, you do not know the future. People would like to think that there's somebody out there that you know knows the future. This is why you have a lot of newsletters out there. This is why you have the analysts out there and people listen to them because humans would like to think that somebody out there in this you know complex world has figured out something about the future. But nobody knows the future. And even if they predict the future, it might not come in the shape or form that they predicted it. So the minute you enter a trade, that's the time that you start managing it. That's the time that everybody starts managing it. Whether you're a hedge fund, a money manager, a beginner trader, that's where your job begins. Your job actually begins when you enter the trade. What you do before the trade is a preparation, right? There's all those factors that you have to take into consideration. Again, you want to make a sound decision. I get it. But don't think that while the trade is occurring, especially in futures market, when things move really, really fast and you have to be fast on the trigger to take advantage of an opportunity, don't think that you can sit there and just look through gazillion things. You don't want to be impulsive, right? The one thing you don't want to do is be impulsive. But at the same time, you don't want to look at a thousand things, especially sometimes people get stuff that they don't understand. They really get stuff that is complex and they don't get it. They don't know how to analyze it. They look at it. Maybe they bought it. So they pretend that they know it, but they're really just staring at it, right? They're like, what the hell is this thing that I got, right? I mean, that's what their mind is telling them, but you know, that's, but they refuse to believe it and they try to find some practical use to that. If you made a mistake, you bought some garbage out there that you don't need. Well, I shouldn't call it garbage. You know, one's man gar one man's garbage is another man's treasure. But I'm saying if what you see it as some sort of an unuseful tool, then just you don't have to use it, right? You made a mistake. You thought it's going to help you. Fine. We all did that. You know, I for sure, you know, made in my early days, bought all kinds of resources that I thought are going to help me help me. But obviously, they did very little to improve my knowledge of, of, of trading. So I obviously don't want you to go through uh, the same thing. So that's basically it. Keep it simple, right? That's the idea of keeping it simple. The idea of keeping it simple means that you have a reasonable number of factors that tells you when to get in and when to get out, right? That's it. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I wish you a great day, a great week. If you're listening to this close to the weekend, I wish you a phenomenal 
weekend. And just to remind everyone that futures trading is very risky. There's a substantial risk of loss in futures trading. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Please trade only risk capital. Since I mentioned platforms on this podcast, check out our platform called Optimus Flow. That's our flagship uh, platform. We like it very much. We Again, if you go to our site, you'll see that we have many platforms, so we respect um, people's uh, choices. But the one thing I wanted to tell you that we keep on adding features to Optimus Flow. There is a free version. There is a paid version. But we keep on adding tools that we think would help um, customers in terms of trading decisions and risk management. That's my job. That's my goal with this platform. You just add the kind of tools that I think would help traders substantially. Please uh, also go to our website. It's uh, www.optimusfutures.com. And um, you can get in touch with us by calling us at one 800 Seven seven one six seven four eight. If you're outside um, of um, the United States, please call us at five six one three six seven eight six eight six. I wish you all the best. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter and Google+, Plus, all under the username Optimus Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimusFutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll-free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again, thank you for listening to the Optimus Futures podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.